Between the Covers, a series designed around who and what can be done and achieved by patients, planning and working in a community of like-minded, successful people. This podcast series is for anyone looking at becoming a successful published author and those looking to understand the mind of a writer and the goals of a publisher. Proudly sponsored by Shoreline Publishing. Welcome and enjoy. Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to Between the Covers. I'm Kelly Wilson, and I'm coming to you on behalf of Shoreline Publishers. Today, I have the absolute privilege of chatting with Aphrodite Collius. She's one of our new Aussie authors, and today we're going to be chatting about her brand new picture storybook, The Hottest Town. How are you going today, Aphrodite? Very well. Thank you, Kelly, and thank you for having me today. It's an absolute pleasure. Now, I believe you are just one half of a dynamic duo. Um, You have co-written this brand new book with your husband, Theo. Is that correct? Correct. So (laughs) um, Theo is my husband and we basically wrote the story together and it's really nice to have that partnership that we can bounce ideas off each other and just work together. And I couldn't have done it without him and I think he feels the same. I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. Oh, that's beautiful. And would you be able to tell us um, a little bit about The Hottest Town? What's it it all about? Yeah, of course. Well, the story takes place in an extremely hot town. And in the town, the townspeople's patience has run out. So they've had enough of the constant heat. And we demonstrate this through the book, through um, the anguish of the townspeople every time they leave their homes. So they always are forced to put sunscreen, carry a towel, wear a wide-brimmed hat, sport sunglasses on their face and be strapped with a water pack on their back where they take frequent sips of water so in order to stay hydrated. So returning to the story, they eventually demand a meeting with the town's mayor, Mayor Scorcher, which we thought was quite fitting. Yeah, I love it. Um, And during this meeting, they all go against Mayor Scorcher's wishes and they devise a plan to get rid of the sun. And in this moment of the story, we really want the reader to recognize that Mayor Scorcher is a decent mayor and a mm. mayor that listens to his people, even though he tries to reason with them and even warns them of the consequences of getting rid of the son. He doesn't want to stand in their way. So he's a man of principle and mm-hmm. respects the townspeople's wishes. But going back to the story, at first, the actions taken by the townspeople are not successful in getting rid of the son. But because they don't give up and they keep trying, they eventually get rid of it. And here we want to show that the townspeople are really a determined bunch and can work very well together and achieve a goal. And I don't want to give out too much more details, (laughs) but they do eventually get rid of the sun. But in doing so, they soon realize that there are consequences to their actions, to the many people who live in the town, but almost and also to the enormous impact this has on the environment that they live in. Wow, this is incredibly unique. And I, um, as an educator myself, I've I already loved it and have ordered it um, to use with my little people. Oh, Can you tell? You. No, you're welcome. It's just it's nice to have something a bit different, and this would bring up a huge amount of conversation uh, in, in on many levels, um, not only morally, but you know what, worldly. And so, what were your main inspirations here for this? Well, it all started. Um, When we had a conversation with my daughter, she was in prep at the time and we're sitting on the couch and she was into story writing. 
uh, we had some time where like maybe we should write a story too we're throwing out ideas at each mm-hmm. other like what could you write about now what could you write about and yeah. our daughter said the gray day and we're like because she loved rhyming so yeah beautiful. a little bit of a rhyme <laughs> so then um we said gray day actually how does it become gray and then we just started spitting out ideas yes like, let's do it let's write a book about a hot town and it all came from that and yeah we just started working on it and it all came together that is just so gorgeous so how many children do you have so we've got three so our daughter is seven and our little boy is five and then we've got another little son who's three oh my gosh you're a busy lady yes (laughs) and they must be so excited to have been part of this project uh, they're they're really excited. We show them snippets of the illustrations that Christina sends to us. Uh, we had our daughter read it out loud to see if it sounded okay. And we're like, do you guys like this part? Or it is just really inter- interesting because, um, yeah, they love yeah. the story. And yes. yeah. we love getting their feedback as well. And how real and powerful is that? I mean, you can't get a better beta reader than the actual mouth of a babe. They're, they're going to always be honest with you. <laughs> That's true. And my husband has, um, Theo, he has tested it out on some classes as well. It's okay. his, his class. And he's gotten some positive uh, feedback. So we're happy with that too. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, now, you're both educators, is that right? Correct, correct. So yeah. we um, taught overseas first. And that's where we met and that's oh. where we would often write our own plays because we used to write um, original plays for our students to present. Ah. And that was our first kind of start to write. Yes, you dabble and in it. when Theo and I obviously moved here, um, Theo continued that tradition and he kept writing for his classes, um, plays, performances. And, and then that urge to write came even more when we had our own children and because we read a lot of books as well as obviously you know it's your passion yeah (laughs) and we just are in awe of so many authors and we're like let's give it a go ourselves good on you and look where you are you're about to publish the hottest town (laughs) oh wow congratulations and thank you kelly I was reading from your media kit that your morals that you included in the hottest town were really quite deliberate Mm -hmm. Um, what what did you include in in the book yeah, definitely. So obviously as educators, we do want to send a message or teach in our story, not only entertain. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted a few themes and messages to stand out and we hope our readers can um, get those like messages, yes. but be careful what you wish for. <laughs> and yes. yes. <laughs> be grateful for what you have. So that's yeah. a really important one. Forgiveness yeah. as well. Huge. And even compromising, mm. that's a big one as well. Mm. Yeah, all really important life skills for, at any age, actually. <laughs> yeah, even adults. So we oh, hope so. that even adults reading the story to can get those messages. Too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the uniqueness of your story, we did tap into that, but uh, was that a really deliberate thing? Did you want something very different from what had been put out there before? Definitely. We wanted something original. We wanted something entertaining, something um, that we can use in the classroom as well. Mm. And I think with Christina's illustration, she has taken it to a whole nother level. I was just about to chat about that. (laughs) Yeah, we are just so in awe. Yeah. And she sends us sneak peeks and we're just blown away with the creativity 
And the every little detail that she adds, uh, we've never seen anything like it. Oh, it's magnificent so, from what I've seen too. And that was going to be what I asked. Were you happy with that? And clearly um, you are. <laughs> I'm more than happy. And we just <laughs> want to thank her for all her hard work because it's not mm. easy drawing a whole town in all it is not. people. But it's so bright and engaging and draws your eye in straight away. And Let's face it, um, you know, pictures can tell far more than a, a, the written word uh, it, as well. Exactly. It, just, it just enhances both. So I'm so happy for you. That's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Now, um, working together with your husband, I'm really intrigued by this because lots of um, authors that I talk to and, and me as well, it can be sometimes a... a a bit of a lonely journey, writing books and yes. um, an isolating journey, as wonderful as it is. But um, how did you go together? Like how did that look um, working together? Well, we actually started teaching at the same school together overseas. So Aww. I really can't picture working without him. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> so it's like we've always like did things with our classes together and then um, – so writing a story together just was it made sense that came um, naturally, mm. and I just yeah I really couldn't do it without him, and we just loved bouncing those ideas off each other and complimenting each other. And if yeah. we like something, we're like that was awesome what you just said or what you. <laughs> other parts were like how do we fix this and we're like oh yeah that's a good idea let's yeah so you just really work well together we do we do and, and do you go off separately at any time and try to come up with content and then bring it back together or is it always in the same room at the same time well we've actually written another story that we're still editing and revising but this is a, a chapter book like years in the works and it was when I was pregnant with my son so mm -hmm. when I was home and I was just typing away he would come back and read like a chapter I had written um and then he would write a bit on his own sometimes but a lot yeah. of it was done together yeah it's a collaboration correct oh what a fantastic <laughs> thing I, I think that'll be so inspiring I'm, I'm wondering now if any listeners will get out there with their partner and start <laughs> Can't say I'm going to, but you know, <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> um, so obviously, when we're writing, there are challenges, and they can be big, um, and they can be like huge roadblocks. Did you guys find um, you had any big challenges when writing the hottest day? Definitely, um, finding the time to write. Yeah, and with the three kids, it was just getting that quiet time to get our thoughts out of paper, mm -hmm. to do the editing, to do Get in the flow, that. you know, like. Yeah, and we're like interrupted. at the end of the day when you just want to put your feet up and relax and so we're like that's the only time we can actually write. Yeah, oh, I guess. with working and then all of that. But <laughs> so it came together and we really can't wait to just get a tangible copy of the book. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> oh, oh, I can't wait for you. It's the most beautiful feeling. <laughs> And you mentioned um, that you guys have got another project um, of being a chapter book. Are you talking yeah. young adult or adult novel? Or So we're, um, this story is about bullying and it's for like years two to year six. Ah, fabulous. And we know that bullying is a very relevant topic in schools. And so we're just at that editing stage and we hope that we can get that out there as well. 
um, and publish in the near future. And then we've also got another story, a picture storybook that we've written and we're also at that editing, revising, seeing what we can do with that. So we've got two projects that you we do. Um, can move along slowly, um, but in the future. Fabulous. I look forward to seeing those. Yeah. Now, always being the educator in my background as well, I have to do a bit of a literacy plug here. For listeners out there um, that perhaps are not going to embark on a writing career but have children and can easily read to them, pull your educator out uh, on me now. What would you say about reading to children? Uh, so important. Isn't it? So important to read, even if it's the same book a 100 times. Yeah. Um, the children just get something new out of that book each time they look at it. Maybe it's an illustration. Maybe um, it's a word. Maybe they uh, get a different meaning to it. But reading from a young age is so essential. And then eventually kids will learn how to write their own stories, Um, even if it starts with just pictures. I mean, that's the first step. Absolutely it is. Yes. Yes. So getting kids to put pen to paper, getting them um, to write anything. It doesn't matter about spelling. doesn't matter about That's anything. Um, Building that, that passion. That's it. And that's why we wanted to write entertaining stories to really inspire kids to enjoy reading, to enjoy writing, because sometimes reading um, comes naturally for some kids, sometimes for writing, but um, getting kids to really enjoy both of those aspects. Yes. Yeah. Oh, fabulous advice. I knew you'd come up with it, Aphrodite. <laughs> well, I've got to say a huge congratulations on um, yours and Theo's fabulous achievement, publishing The Hottest Town. I can't wait to use it myself, and I'm sure there'll be a huge amount of listeners out there keen to get their hands on it. Uh, I've read some reviews that um, already tell us that it's engaging and unique, and I've just got no doubt at all that it's going to be a huge hit. Um, for both children and adults alike. So, listeners, I encourage you to uh, grab your copy today. You can pre-order right now, The Hottest Town. It's available online at all good bookstores and, of course, it'll be hitting the libraries very soon. Aphrodite, thank you so much for joining us today and I wish you absolutely every success in the future. Thank you, Kelly. Um, Really appreciate it. And we just want to give a big thank you to Shoreline Publishing, to Playtime Books for giving this opportunity. Um, We couldn't have done it without them as well. Aren't they amazing? (laughs) Indeed. You have a great day. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Between the Covers. Produced by Shoreline Publishing.